and, uh, but I want to just recap and emphasize what we'll be going after. And, um, and basically it's this, that um, in Daniel 11.32, yeah, you think I can do it? I can't. So, uh, uh, I, uh, so Daniel said this. Uh, it says in Daniel that the people who know their God will do, it says that they will do great exploits, or it says they will display strength and take action. That's the best. That's the NASB. That's the New American Standard Bible. They will display strength and take action. And last week, what we talked about, we really got into is the two main verses for the, uh, for what we were getting into was Ephesians 2.10. We're his workmanship created in Christ to do good works. And he's prepared in advance. Right. If you paraphrase that verse, if you really do the word study there, what it means is you are uniquely crafted, individually made as a one one of a kind masterpiece that has a design. You are designed, created for these purposes and these works that God, when he dreamt about your life, he put out in front of you and he says, you're going to walk in these works. And it says that we're created in Christ. So that means that you, when you're in Christ, as we are, and if you're not, then you can be very easily. But you, you, when you're in Christ, you are created. It's powerful. This is actually new creation theology here in Ephesians 2.10. That we're created in Christ. When you come into Christ, you're recreated. You become a new creation. Old things are passed away and everything's new. You're not what you once were. You're something brand new. It's never existed before. And it is the one that God dreamt about. And we talked about last week about how when God created Adam, when he formed him from the dust of the earth, he, he came and he formed him like, you know, the Bible says he's a potter and we're the clay. And 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 so Adam was formed from the dust of the earth. It's literal like potter. He's. He formed him from the dust of the earth. And it says that he breathed the breath of life into him. And as we looked at Ephesians 2.10, we began to expound on on this idea that when in Genesis there, when God breathed the breath of life, the, the breath of life, when God breathes into you his breath, then you have his breath. Now, the breath of God, he breathed. He, it says that Adam became a living soul. But the last Adam became a life-giving spirit. So when we're created in Christ, we became like the last Adam. So when, when we were born in the spirit, we had the life-giving spirit joined to our spirit, which makes us a fountain. And, and the key to the transformation of Trinity County around us, this is the, most, the, the quickest sum up you've ever heard, is this. It is people who, like Adam, when God breathed into him, he opened his eyes. He looked at his creator. Imagine this. Adam didn't know anything else except God in that moment. Think about this. He wasn't arguing. He didn't, there were no ideas out there. He was the only human. So when he was created, he opened his eyes and he looked at God. And he wasn't even like God or the devil. It was like, there's only God. He is my life. He, you are my everything. You are my creator. And then, and then whatever he knew about himself, 
was only as one created by God. So Adam had no context. This is recap. He had no context for himself outside of God. I don't mean he chose. He had no other thoughts about anything. He was pristine and pure and innocent. And as Oswald Chambers put it, it's such a powerful statement. He said Adam was created innocent but not holy. And 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 what God's purpose and design in Adam's life was was that he would transform innocence into holiness by choosing connection with God. And I've added to that statement a little bit, but that is the idea. Innocence into holiness because what holiness is, it is it is a person who is completely faithfully joined to the Lord with no eyes for anyone else. And this is what God is, has destined for you and I. That we would come to the place of childlike innocence in our walk with Him and to where the only thing I believe about myself is what you say about me. Because you created me. Now other people want to tell you about you. But I want to tell you, unless they see what God's seeing, Right now we get we get feedback sometimes. I'm just saying, but but like that's that's one thing. Our attitudes, our actions, that's different. But but that's not who you are. Who you are has been decided by God, and God has dreamt about you. And understanding who you are can only come from time. Ladies, can you just um, calm down a little bit, please? Thank you so much. Love you. And I love your cartwheels. I'll show you my cartwheel after church. But, um, but, uh, <laughs> okay. I just want them to know their love since I called them out. Um, and, uh, and so we also talked about 1 Peter 2 9, but you are his chosen race. It goes with Ephesians 2 10. That you are his chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his possession, so that you, so that you, every believer, Every single believer, every single son and daughter of God has this purpose, that they're a royal priesthood, a chosen people, a holy nation, so that you can proclaim something. And it is the praises of the one who called you out of darkness into the marvelous light, like Desmond's doing, like Buck and Annie are doing in the jail, like so many, like, like we're all doing in some realm, in some area of our life, being a testimony for the one who gives true identity. And when and 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 as I sit with the Lord and I dream about what his heart is for Trinity County and what he sees for this county when he looks, he knows every cabin in the trees. He knows every tent. He knows. He knows. He knows. He knows every single one. He knows the one who doesn't know where they are. He knows. And, and he has a heart to bring transformation and to bring purpose because it's God's desire that we live out the purpose that he has for us because we know who he is created to be. And the place that we discover this, okay, here's the key. The place that we discover this is in the presence of the Lord. 
And I know the word presence can, to some, seems like a mystical, foggy idea. But I'm telling you, it is about the presence of God. The way you became a Christian is that the presence of God came inside of you. God. The presence of God is God. In the presence, there is the force and the power of His Spirit. In His presence is His voice. It's His Word. He speaks to us. And we can trust the things when, when, we're, when we're in His presence. The things that He says to me in that place, those are the things that I remember and take with me. Those are the things that mark our lives. When He speaks to you, He says, this is who you are. This is what I've called you to this is what I'm emphasizing. And that is what transforms me. So when, as we walk out our lives as His chosen ones, as people of His presence, I'm telling you, this is God's plan for the transformation and a great harvest. It's you. It's you. You and I. You have this treasure in earthen vessels. Inside of you, you have. The transforming power of the kingdom of God to release. That's as much as I can do this morning. I'm going to stop right there. Would you stand up, please? Ministry team, would you please come and join us up front? Remember, it is our priesthood that qualifies us to rule. Royal priesthood. Royal priesthood. This morning, if you're here and um, you you just you want a fresh touch from the Lord, I felt this emphasized. God wants to fill you with the Spirit. If you've never been baptized in the Spirit, come forward. The team's going to pray for you. God loves to baptize you in His Spirit. It's important. It's not just for the luxury version. It's vital. It's in the Bible. If you uh, have never been baptized in the Holy Spirit, come forward this morning. The team will lay hands on you, and the Lord will touch you. If you need a refreshing this morning, you need healing your body. And most of all, if you don't know the Lord, Personally, if you don't know Jesus personally to know him, God doesn't want, I just heard somebody say this week, it's so true. God doesn't want to be studied. He wants to be known. He doesn't want to be read about. He wants to be communed with. And he wants to commune with you. And so if that's you and you're hungry for that, come forward. The team can introduce you and lead you in that direction as well. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for this beautiful body of believers. Thank you that you shed your blood for us, that you love us. And um, thank you for refreshing us. Thank you for a beautiful day. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys.